0: Begin, the current, begin on the bottom of Dav Kov Zayin and Kov base, Three lines up at the bottom of the Ahmed. But think continues with another teaching from Heber Abad and Nimr continuing on the theme of the previous halachas that he mentioned. He mentioned one halacha that, regarding toin times which refers to a shamer, a watchman, someone that's watching someone else's deposit, and then he claims that it was stolen from him, that not only would he be chayiv Kaful, he would also be chayev dalad behave hey, four or five times the amount if he slaughtered or he sold it, just like with a regular ganav. So too he said halacha, that the same malacha of 20 times ganav applies not just to a shaymer perkotin, but also applies to someone that's a matzah If he found a lost object, the guy comes, where's my thing? And the guy says, oh, you're right, I had it, but it was stolen from me. Then if it turns out that he really has it, he was just lying, he would also be chayiv Kaful, just like by a shaymer. Continuing on these themes, says the Gemara, Umr abu amr says a someone that makes this claim of theft from him when he, he was watching a deposit as a shame who he's exempt if it was stolen from him. Really it wasn't. He was just trying to exempt himself, but he really still had it himself. Then witnesses come and say, you're lying, we know you have it, then he's chayiv So and that qualifies Chibra Abdinab and says, Eina says, this liability is not going to be a chiikhfra bimikzis, vied he has to deny part of it and admit part of it. So if, let's say he says, wait a sec, where's that deposit I gave you of $200? It's $200 he told me. Oh, a hundred of it was stolen and a hundred of it I still have. So he has to admit part of it and deny part of it. Says the Gemara, my time, what's the reason? So he says, the Amma Kru, because the Apostle says in Shema'i's, Ki huzeh. Now, that is the source that's learned out that in Shas of the Halacha, of being made be Because it says regarding this that you're claiming from me, well, kihuze, it's this that I, 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 I owe you, but the rest I don't owe you. It's only this, but in contrast to something else. Because he's maidibimiktsis. He admits to part of it. Now, actually, this pasik of maidibimiktsis is in the parasha of the shaymer chinam, who is, by the time Tanis has gone, when he's claiming that it was stolen from me, so it's by the sheimer when he's saying, oh, you know, this is, I don't owe you what you're claiming. So therefore, says Rabbi and this whole halacha of was actually said in the context of toin and therefore every shemir pekadon, which as the more later on is going to learn each one from the other one, has this halacha of kihuze, and hence you're not going to be chayiv for this toin until you're actually mitzvah mixes. You have to deny part and admit part. Now, says the Gemara, but this interpretation of the Chiriba Abba disagrees with the Chiriba Yisuf. Because the Amir Chiriba he said that actually, as we continue top of Korvazainim and Aleph, Eruv Parashi is Kosav Khan. Actually, here in the Torah, there's a mixture of different parishes of the Torah. In other words, this Pasik of Kihuzeh actually is from a different parish that got mixed in to this part of the Torah, which doesn't really belong here. As we find other places, that the Torah put other things in different places. Now the reason is because of chig siv that when the Torah is saying kihuzeh, which again is this of that you but not if you deny everything, amil vahu That passage was actually written regarding a different parasha of mkesav talvas ami regarding a loan. That's where it should have been written because that's actually where it pertains to. Now, because actually regarding a pekudin deposit even without admitting part of it, even if you deny all of it, you are going to be chayev if you swear falsely, and then the witnesses come and catch you, you're going to be chayev keifel. Now, umayish so explains, Rebchir by Yosef. so then why is a loan different, where we're explaining that we're uprooting a pasik from where it's written by a shaymer, by a pakadin, and we're placing it that it belongs, really, regarding a loan. Why? Why would we say that ki the halacha, really only applies... By alone, that it's only by Mixis when he admits to part but denies part. But even if you deny all of it, you would be Chayyab regarding the oath. Says the Gemara because it's going like Rabba, Dama Rabba, he explains, Why is it that the Torah tells us that if someone admits to part of the claim, he has to take an oath? Why is that? Why, when he denies everything, he doesn't have to? But when he admits to part and denies part, then he has to. So it explains, Rabbah, there's an assumption, a person would not have the audacity to totally deny a claim in front of the guy who lent the money, who did him a favor. No. So therefore, the halacha is regarding a loan, where if he totally denies the loan, he's exempt from Meshvua. Because if it wasn't the truth what he's saying, he would not have the audacity to make a total denial. What? You lent me money? What are you talking about? A person doesn't have the audacity. Now, V'hai, this guy, who was made to be Oh, yeah, you you let me a 1,000? No, it was really 500. Really, it's actually all of it that he wants to deny. deny. Now, why doesn't he deny the whole claim, as we just said? Because the person doesn't have the audacity, he can't totally deny it. Now, however, the truth is actually the opposite, really. He really wants to admit all of it, because the guy's not a kafir type. The guy doesn't want to deny the claim. Now, why is he denying part of it? So, he thinks, If I'm going to admit to the whole thing that you're right, I owe you $1,000, well, then then he's going to claim from me the whole thing. Now, I don't have that money to pay him back right now. So, you know what I'm going to do right now to delay a little bit? I'm going to delay this guy, my lender, that until I get some money and I'll pay him back. So let me deny part of the claim, because I really want to deny the whole thing, because I don't have any money. No, I, I can't deny the whole thing. Now, because the truth is, I really want to admit the whole thing. But I don't want to admit, because then he's going to claim the money from me, and I don't have the money. So you know what? I'm going to do something in the middle. I'll deny part of it. I'll admit part of it. So then I'll be able to put, you know, put in some time that I'll be able to get money. That's why the tyrant imposes an oath on such a person. That he should admit to the whole thing. Now, because he's thinking it's just a late tactic. As it's, as it's going to manifest, he's actually going to just hold on to that denial because no one's going to want to pay up money that they don't really have. So, then the Torah says, oh, you might have been mixed, oh, then you've got to swear because we know your psychology. We know what you're trying to do. You really owe the whole thing. You're just trying to delay, and therefore we're going to impose an oath for you to make sure that you admit to the whole loan. Now, explains Rabbah. Now, it's only regarding a loan that you can say this halach of Rabbah. Avagabi put cotton, but buy a deposit where there's no favor, I'm watching your stuff. Either for free, and for sure you're not doing me a favor, or you pay me, but that's a job that I'm doing. So, therefore, where you cannot say it's such a favor as a loan, may is, umay is. There, the guy totally would have the audacity. Now, therefore, even if he denies the whole thing, the Torah impose an oath on the person, to go ahead and make a Shavuah, and then if the witnesses come and verify, not like this guy swore, he's going to be chayav Kefal, again, not like the way Rebchir Bar-Abu is saying that you need to have this kihuzah, which is Moedah says no, that belongs in the parish of, of Talva amir regarding a loan. Because there it makes sense that the, the Chayv of is only by of mixes, as we just explained from Rabbah. Whereas by deposit, that logic doesn't apply, and therefore, it actually would be, even with a total denial, would still be the Chayv of the shavu, and hence the liability of Kefal afterwards. Actually, he says, Tani we the which is like the pin of Rebbe Abba in the name of Reb-Biechen, and that actually, does apply to the Parashat B'Kadun, where it's written. He explains, Arba Shemrin, there are four types of watchmen, as we continue to vai it Beis. They need to have what we call which you have to deny part of the claim and admit part of the claim. In other words, before he's liable for a shvua. Now, actually, if you take an oath, Without denying and admitting, without being Maid bimiktas, then actually the oath of the Shemachinim would not be worth anything. In other words, he wouldn't be Chayyah if a keval of witnesses would come afterwards. Which is Rashi points out that Ram is arguing, Rabbi Yehbar who he said, you don't need Maid bimiktas. He's saying, like Rabbi Yechanan, that you do need mighty B'Mictis. Ve'elohein, what are the four The Shemachinim is someone that's watching for free. Vashel is someone that's a borrower. Neisi Sachar, he's getting paid to watch it. Vasecher is the guy who is renting. Now, Amar Rabbah rabbi says, "My time What's the reason, Rabbah Where do you see that you need to have but all the four shayrim halacha uh, mitu mixes for the chiv of the shrua of the of the dayonim of the bezden, which only that type of shru would make him liable if witnesses later come and say you were liar, you swore falsely that you can be chayiv and kevul." So it says, is behedik sebe." As we mentioned before, the first parasha there of Parshah Mishpat that talks about the four different shayrim, it mentions shemichinim. It says over the kihuza. Which again, as we learned before, that word Q is always the source of that, it's brought in the Gemara, that it's regarding this that the Chiyiv is, but not regarding that. So he's denying part of it, but admitting part of it. So we see Bashem Mechinam, that it's regarding Maidub and Regarding Shem Esacher, the guy who's watching for pay, Yolof Nesin and Nesin, Bashem there's a Shava, where it says, but each one the term giving. So just like B'Shem it's only with Maidub and so to Bashem Esacher. Regarding Shayel, the guy who borrows, it says vechi yishal. And when he borrows, there's a vav, there's a in your The vav is always a connector. It adds on to the first topic, meaning the previous, which was Shem esacher, who we know has to have mix mixes from exer shavim Shem Now, regarding the last one, the seicher, the guy who's renting the object, well then either way, if it's like the opinion that holds that a seicher has a Allah like a Shamar which this is a machik is a that we brought on the Nanzainum abase, well then Haina Hainah would have the same Allah Shem Saqah, which already brought the source from the sin the scene, huh? and even according to the other pin that says that a seicher has the same allah like a shemachinim, meaning that he's exempt again. So we already learned from Q that that Shemachinam has to have Mahda Mikz, that's how you know we're going all the four Shaym according to this interpretation, Rem uh, that the liability of is only if it was made with mixes. Now, another qualification. He says, ganav If someone makes this claim that it was stolen from him regarding a deposit that he was watching, chayiv, not gonna be chayiv At bayad. there has to be another condition over here. Only if, before he swore falsely, he touched the object that he was watching. In other words, he did work with it that it was not allowed for him to do. He was supposed to just watch it. He was Shalikh Bayad, which literally means say that he stretched out his hand to it, meaning that he did work with it, which he's not allowed to. Only then, additionally then, when he swears falsely regarding that it was stolen from him, only then would he be chayiv Kafal. My time, what's the reason? Because the Pasig says, if a of Balabais El that the homeowner, the shamer, goes and they bring him to the court to the judges. Now, that he didn't stretch out his hand in his friend's, in his friend's work. Now, mechlal, the inference is, that That's what they bring him to court, that he, that he didn't. But if he did stretch out his hand, then he would be chayv. Remember, that's to say that this that it says afterwards, Asher Yashin, etc., that the courts are going to make him liable for this 20 times ganav, which turns out he's lying, that <inaudible> he's going to have a for, is the Besholach Bo is talking about that he was found to be a wicked person, A, regarding that he swore falsely, that what? That he stretched out his hand. Meaning not only that it's 20 times ganav that it was stolen from him, but moreover, it also has to be that <inaudible> that if he didn't stretch out his hand, Meaning that he didn't stretch out his hand. That's part of the oath that he's taking. If he did stretch out his hand, then that's where the liability is going to be. Now however, Abu. Abu again another dispute he has with Phiba he says that actually no, said as follows. Even if his animal, which he's watching for him, is standing by the trough where it eats from. Where, in other words, that he didn't touch it, he didn't stretch it out of his hand, that's what Sha'an, knew, that's where it was learned that he's going to be chayv and Kefal. Not true, not like the way you're saying that it's only if he was she'leikh Yad, and then when he's trying to tell his would he be chayv? No, even if he didn't touch it, if he swore falsely that it was stolen from him, he's going to be liable for the chayv of Kefal. Now, on this on interpretation of Chayvah Abba, he says, wait a second, this halacha that you said over the name was it Davka by Medesalav Usakama? Was it actually explicitly not like Rabkhir by Yasif? That it's only if we're standing by the trough? Meaning that he never touched it? didn't Wasn't Shalech Bayad? But actually, Abba shalach Bayad, but if he actually did touch it, did do work with that guy's deposit before he took an oath, then actually, Kana, that means to say the Shemer would have already acquired it with the halachas of Gezela. In other words, a Shemer Chinam, who's watching this for free, only becomes himself a thief only when he makes a claim that it was stolen from him. Now, before he made the claim that it was stolen from him, in this case, if he shaleiach bayad, he already acquired it because that itself is considered stealing. Now, therefore, it's already in his domain that if, let's say, it dies, which is an illness, he's going to have to compensate. So it comes out when he was denying that if he has it, he was denying his own thing because he already stole it beforehand. Now, therefore, and hence, the oath has no validity whatsoever because the oath is regarding I'm swear that I didn't that, that it's that it was stolen from me that I didn't steal this guy's thing. Now it's really true in the sense that he didn't steal this guy's thing because it was already his because he already stole it once before. So actually, what you're saying in Rebbe Yechonon that it's only if he didn't meaning Rebbe Yehuda was saying it's only if he was shleich Bayad, are you telling me Rabbi Yechudon says it's only if he was not Shaleiach Bayad? There has to be a medus Because if he touched it and he removed it, that would have been stealing in its own right? And therefore when the later shwur that he makes turn Tan's gam, actually he would not be haif for? or maybe, a al halavusa kamar You were saying from Rabbi Yechudon that even if he was not Shaleiach Bayad, even if it was just there, it still would turn be gam, but for sure if he was Shaleiach Bayad, because actually that's what the simple translation of the Pasuk would sound like according to the Hebrew where it's saying that Then he swears, that's where it's talking about, meaning it has to have the element of But if you're not, then that's, in other words, that's for sure going to be Chayiv, the, the halacha of Keful. But you're just adding on that it doesn't have to be only that. What were you saying from Yechenon, that it's only a medazalavu or even a medazalavu so Amalei, so Abba answered to look, Zuloy Shemati. I didn't hear specifically from this, from B'Biechanon, regarding if it's going to be only that you are in Sholeich Bayad, or even if you are Sholeich Bayad, that'll be chayip. But K'Yitzah B'Shemati, I heard something similar, and from there we could extrapolate what he holds over here. Because the Amr, Ba'asi Amr B'Biechanon, it was a different aloha said over in the name of that he said, ha If someone makes a claim that this deposit was lost from him, and he swore to that effect, which that actually does not have the liability of Kefal. If Aden then say, how could you say it was lost? You still have it. You ate it. It's only between 10, this Ghanav. But he claimed it was lost from him, which that would exempt him. And he swears to that effect. V'chazah would of 10, this And then actually goes back and he makes a different claim. No, no, well, not that it was lost, that it was stolen from him. And then he swears to that effect. Uvo, aiden. then witnesses come and say, hey, hey, what are you talking about? You ate it, you have it. Patsy is going to be exempt from Kefal. My time. So that's the Allah of M'Biechelen. Now what would that, why would the reason of M'Biechelen be that he's exempt while you're exempt? The classic Allah of Bin V'Kefo for a or of Tain Taniz Ganev is when he swears to that effect and Edim come. So essentially that's what happened over here. He was Tanyin Taniz Ganev, he was Nishba and then Edim came. Why is he potter? My time. La Mishum Isn't it because from the first oath that he made when he said that it was lost from him, he already acquired it with that with that oath, that he's already going to be liable in any eyness that happens. Because, like Rav Sheesh said on previous daf, that if someone's didn't make a shavua, he just denies regarding the deposit that was given to him, he already has the status of a ghazlan, even without a shvur. Now, where he did make a shavua, like in the case over here where he swore that it was lost from him, as Rashi explains, everyone would agree, not only Rav Sheesh, that for sure, it's going to be that like a gazan, since he really is lying, it wasn't really lost on him, to be chayven Now, so obviously we see that since it's already considered in his domain, so when he denies it the second time, he's denying his own thing. So therefore you can't be chayv keifel when you're talking to ganev, because you're right, you really, you, you really are exempt. You're not, you're not really stealing his thing. So therefore the same thing is regarding the person who's, when he's shaleich bayad. That since it's obvious to us in that when you're shaleich bayad, it enters, it's like the guy stealing it, it's in his domain, so therefore you can't be chayv kefal anymore, because that's similarly the same halacha, the says over here, when you first turn in this oven and your nishba, swearing makes you liable for aintzen, because really, then you really stole it when you swore falsely to exempt yourself, so that already became a ganav. Therefore, when you later turn times ganav, you're not going to be chayiv on that. So same thing over here. When you're first shaleich bayad, already you become liable in all the aynsin which the halacha that's brought in by Metziah. So that's essentially like it's yours already, as we see that parallel over there by 20 times avad. And therefore, turns on you're exempt. Here also turns on you're actually going to be exempt. In other words, it's only if you're time to says Reb Abba, as I could infer from this other halacha of Rabbi Because actually, if you were Shaleiq Bayad, the exact inverse of Rabbi Khiber yes, actually then, you would be Potter. So Amal Aes, says to Rabbi Khiber No, there's no proof from this halacha of Rabbi Asi to the case we're discussing over here. Because actually over there, the reason is not because as you're trying to extrapolate to compare, that it's because once the guy did something, it's already in his domain, and therefore he can't be chayv anymore. chayvenimot, that's not the reason. Rather, heil it's because this shaymer fulfilled y'de'baylem, the obligation that he has to the owner, b'shmuri with the first oath. In other words, when he came out of the first court, and he had sworn that it was lost from him, then he already exempted himself from the owner. Now, although let's say he goes to another court and he swears a different oath and saying that it was stolen from him, that is not a shvus hadayonim to be make him and keful because once he swore first the first time the owners didn't have any right to mandate an oath on him. So even if he ended up going and swearing a second time, that's not something that could be called a shavuz ha'dayonim. As we explained in the previous The Allah of 20 times Ghanim, only applies when you have a shavuz adiyanam. Like we said, it has to be in court, it has to be that the, that the judge is mandated, not that he jumped and he did it first. So same something over here where if he already exempted himself to the owners by in the first court swearing that it was lost from him, now even if he goes to a second court and he swears that it was stolen from him, that's not a shavuz ha'dayonim. And therefore that's why you can't be chayiv kefal from that 20 deskanav, but not because it's already his, and therefore you can't be chayiv tointan No, maybe it's not his, even though let's say he would be liable for in that case. And therefore you can't prove, maybe, maybe your b'yechon would hold, that it's a I meaning even if you didn't touch it, but if you did touch it, for sure, like Rabbi Yisrael was saying, that you would be chayif and keifel, because actually that's the passage of the passage, Rabbi Yisrael was explaining, that's only if, that it's regarding that, if you didn't touch, that then you could exempt yourself, but if you, that if you did touch, and that you claimed that it was stolen, and it turns out that you were lying, again, that's because the word im, according to him, is that, then you're going to be actually, for sure chayif. Now, Itt Menami actually learned, like, Rabbi Zewa's interpretation of Rabbi again, regarding that halacha of Rib Asi, that there wouldn't be a raya, at least, to this discussion, is a Someone claims, regarding the deposit that was with him, that it was lost from him, and therefore he's exempt, and he swears to that effect. And then he goes in a different court, when the guy takes him again, and he then claims that it was stolen from him, and he swears, Uvo Aydin, the witnesses come and say, how can you say it was stolen from you when we know you have it or that you ate it? Pottery is exempt. Why? Says, Bail because he already fulfilled his obligation with the first oath he made to the owners, and therefore it's not a shavuus adiyanma again, so therefore, like Abzeria said, at least there's no proof what Rebbe would hold regarding oimed salavusa if it's afila or davka oimed salavusa. Because again, you can't prove it from that other halacha because although Heber Abba tried inferring that it was because that it's already his and you care, therefore you can be chav it's says, that's not the reason. It's because you already fulfilled your obli- obligation regarding the Shemua and therefore it cannot be called the Shemua Now, however, Amr of Sheishis, he says clearly that, like that option of Davka. He says, is and Someone makes a claim that a stone from him regarding a deposit. So he says, Kivin she's shalach he says, since if the shamer touched it, that object before he made the oath, said, so actually the opposite of a bar Yosef. He says pater. Re bar Yosef said you only chayev if he touched it first and then swore falsely that it was stolen from him. And then he's going to be chayev. He says the other way around. He says actually that's the only, that's the case that you're going to be putter. My time. What's the reason? Because he learns the Pasik, the same words, the exact opposite, and that, as the Mefarashim explained, depends on how you define the word im, which has a few different translations. Because so this is what the Pasuk saying. That the that the homeowner, they bring him to the, the judges. And that is, Im lai If, and again, that's how he's translated, not as that, as we said at now, if he didn't touch it. Now, the Gemara Nam-African, and Amafkin Metzi over there explained that when Vinikrav, what does it mean to bring him to Elikim? It means to take an oath. Now it says afterwards, so then, then he's going to have to pay two, double, if it turns out that he's a wicked person, that he was actually lying, that it actually wasn't stolen from him. Now the inference is that only then could he make the shavu to exempt himself. Yadai. Now, HaShalach Yaday, Pater. But it sounds like that if he did stretch out his hand, he already touched it beforehand, then putter, then actually he would be exempt from this whole din. It's only then Then they bring him to the courts and then he makes the shvua and then he could exempt himself. But if you did touch and then you can't take the shvua to exempt yourself. In other words, because then actually you're going to be putter if you did touch it. The whole thing of being chayv in the shvua that then makes you liable for careful is only if he didn't touch it, but if he touched it then he's exempt from the liability of Kefal. Exact opposite of Khibar Bar Now, on this interpretation of Rav Shashas, Amla Rav Nachman asked, is so There's actually three oaths they make Asher Machinim take whose claims that the deposit was stolen from him. First he has to take an oath that it wasn't negligent regarding watching it when it was stolen, because if it was negligent, then even if it was stolen from him, he actually would be chai, because as the Pasuk says, I'll call the Varapasha for all negligence, the shemachin and Second oath is He has to swear that he didn't touch it to derive any benefit from, from it beforehand because if he did touch it, then it's actually already in his domain because he's considered like a Gazan. You weren't allowed to touch and use that guy's thing. You were supposed to just watch it. And therefore, you're already in the old ointzin and for sure, you're in geneva vedas. Even though you're claiming they were stolen, uh, you would be even for an Inus. And the third is Yes, to swear that's not in his domain anymore, which is the claim of where I don't have it. I, it's, not, it's not by me. Now, says, says Rav Nachman, my love, isn't it? That Yad, the oath that he makes that he didn't touch it is and mishrusi is similar to the shwu that it's not in my domain. Because those two share the same characteristics in contrast to Shlay Pashatibah which is a different idea, well you negligent. Here both of them are basically saying that I, I didn't do anything to it, it was stolen from me. And moreover it's that I didn't touch it beforehand. Now therefore, if Mashbush ain't the Bashusi, if regarding the oath that he takes that it's not in my domain, when it's revealed that this guy was really lying, that it really was in his domain, and he was really stealing it himself. We know the halacha is chayv, then he's going to be chayv kafel, because that is what we call Malakah Taintanas Ganiv. So Avshwush, so isn't it the same that when he makes an oath that I didn't touch it, milsad al bayat when it's revealed that he did touch it, meaning when it turns out that he was a liar that he actually did touch it, isn't it that there also that Chayiv is going to be Chayiv and kafel because of this oath of, not because of the touching, the touching doesn't make Chayiv and it because nothing really happened to it. You're Chayiv and Einstein if you touched it, but it's just that he's claiming that it was stolen from him. That Shavu that he said that it's not B'Shuzi, it turns out that he's a liar. Isn't it also that it's when it turns out that you Leich Bayad because that's the same thing that we're saying regarding the other oath, where when it turns out what you swore about was not that case. You swore that it was not in your it turns out it was in your Same thing by Shuash Leish Lachl Beyad, you said you didn't touch it, then the Chi would be that when you did touch it. Now that is in high contrast to what you're saying. You said that actually when he does touch it, then he's Pater, seemingly from the comparison, would be that you would be Chayim. That I'm a says, Loy, no. You could say that the oath of that I didn't touch it is dooming to Shalay similar to the other oath of that I wasn't negligent regarding it. Where Ma Lay just like by the oath of when he says that I was not negligent. Kimigalyim mils the Pashabah, when it turns out that he really was negligent and that it was stolen from him. Now, Patimi Kefal, there actually he's exempt from Kefal. Now, because he didn't steal it, he's high for the Karen because he was negligent because he himself didn't steal it, actually was stolen from him. So to you, I could say the same thing. The oath of that I didn't touch it. When it turns out that he really did touch it, that there also you could say, that he's going to be exempt from the Kefal, even if you find it by him. In other words, there's no proof to say from the comparison of, the, of that other Shmur, which, yes, when it turns out that you did, Lie on that oath that you're been and kaful. That therefore the same thing by regarding but <speaking in foreign language> that actually if you did touch it, you would be chayv and kefal. Again, not because of that oath, but because of twenty times which again would be more like a by And that says no, that's not. You could say that it's not necessarily like that. Oath, you could say like the other oath, which is like But when it turns out that you did lie, what you're for is not kaful. you for karen. Here also, when it turns out that you that you really did have it even though that you're a tiny Ghana, but if you were Shuleyich Bayad, actually the inverse of that, you actually would not be Chaib and Kefal, you would be Chaib the Karen, it turns out because you really still have it, but actually you would be putran and Kefal, and therefore that's the three different opinions that we mentioned, either like Rebekah Yosef, who says that it's only for Shuleyich Bayat, that it was not clear if he says that, no, even if you didn't, or it's only actually if you, only if you didn't, and then we have Rav R- 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 who says the, the, the opposite of Chibar Yeshev, that's actually only if you didn't, if you were not shleich bayad. But if you were shleich bayad, then actually then is going to be part of from k